welcome, one and all, to another edition of the Die Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus, and you are joining me live in the Die Comedy Studios, but I'm never alone. I'm my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to the people. Good evening. Oh, man, Joey, it's a good, fun week, man. Was it? We're going to have fun this week, man. Oh, this I okay. feel it. I feel it in my bones. You mean this week starting now? Starting now. now. Starting now. now. All right, because, you know, we got this. Because fuck Monday. Yeah, fuck Monday. Monday okay. didn't count. But we got Candace August in the building. Candace, say hello to the people. Hola, people. Kevin, that shirt is amazing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot of, lot of chest Whoa. Whoa, I wasn't ready for that shirt. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for the shirt or the nipples. There's a lot happening. Well, the person making Candace laugh uh, hysterically at this moment in time is our special guest this week. A very funny man from the DMV. His name is Mr. Kevin Lance Murray. Kevin Lance to the podcast. Hey guys, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be alive. I'm so happy to have a penis in two balls. There we go, there we go. Well, since you have a penis in two balls, you won't mind our sponsor this week. is the Smooth My Balls Turf Chopper 3.0. Get those balls and that penis smooth for the summer, for the winter time. Yeah, you gotta have smooth for the winter. Smooth for the summer too, but I actually don't shave my pubes anymore. Oh. And I don't wear deodorant, and I don't wear underwear. Well, 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 we got more to talk about on that end when we have our interview <laughs> segment with Kevin a little later today. That's uh, that that that, that say, let's say that for the deep dive. Those are some deep topics. Yeah, that's a deep that's a deep cut right there. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness, Joey, 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 we are back in the building. There we are. Man, man, man! It has been a it has been a quite a it wasn't a long week. It seemed longer for you. It wasn't. It was a long week for you. I, there was a lot that happened. Oh man! Because last week, last week's episode was us and Mr. Anthony Oates. Yes, yes. Had a great time. Go back and listen to the episode from last week. Uh, there were some audio issues, so anyone who listened early in the uh, in the broadcast week, you did not hear a damn thing. Um, but anyone who picked up probably on Sunday evening. You heard the actual podcast itself. Um, so go back, listen to it. It is hilarious. Anthony Oates, thank you again, sir, for coming on the Die Comedy Podcast. We appreciate you. But, Joey, we're starting up, man, this week. Three out of the four days following the podcast, I had a show. Okay. Uh, and the fourth day, I was supposed to have one. So okay. it was, it's been a lot. A lot's happened okay. in, in a week. Good job, Joey LaFarge. Joey LaFarge being busy out here, man. Joey, Joey is trying to do the one thing I told him to do for 2022, which is make dot comedy famous. Uh, we are, mm. we are, we have been, we have been in the dregs of society for long enough. Um, the DC comedy scene has moved on without us because of the fucking pandemic, uh, and Joey's inability to. Yeah, what? yeah. I don't think that was the pandemic. I think the city just didn't want to fuck with you, you know. God damn it! I'm just it's, it's comedy, right? <laughs> Once again, our guests are brought to us by the CPMMA Fight Line. That's right, the Fight Line, College Park, uh, mixed martial arts Fight Line. But yes, man, Joey, we we need to get we need to get you out there so that you can bring me with you. And then I can bring Candace, cause then, cause that's that's the, that's the pecking order of that comedy. You know, Joey, Joey, Joey goes ahead, cause he's a white guy. Everyone loves the white guy, mm-hmm. so we get him, hit him in front, and then I come up as the white guy's funny black backup. And Don't then, count yep. your chickens before they're hatched. Remember, I'm off white. It's uh, 
one of the good ones. You're one of the good ones. One of the good ones. Right, right. There's, there's a, there's a, or, or AKA spicy white, as I've been called before. <laughs> mm. Spicy white. Wow. I was, I was called spicy white once. Mm. I don't know who that was by. It was by a, a, a comic at a comedy competition at nah. Tacoma Station. They must like, they must think mayonnaise is spicy. Joey, Joey's about the most miracle whip white man I ever met in my life. There is, there is no, <laughs> there are no soybean oils in my mix. <laughs> oh man, but what happened to you this week, man? You said you had, a, you had a long week. Uh, I, I did Anthony Oak's show at Bus Boys and Poets. Great oh, show. It was a good I show? Think, yeah. Uh, you get to perform not only with other comics, but uh, like artists of all kinds. Okay. So that was a different different vibe. Very fun. Uh, and then Thursday, uh, I went to Shenanigans and ran into an old friend mm-hmm. of the program. Uh, never, let me see if you remember this uh, name. Mark Brown. Mark Brown? Was he a no sad, clue. Was he a sad clown? I don't know. He wore a wore a frog mask at a couple of shows. <laughs> Mark Brown. Mark Brown to me. Rapid uh, fire. Mark Brown. Rapid fire. Mark Brown. Mark Brown did jokes uh, so fast that no one would laugh. We enjoyed having Mark Brown on a lot of our showcases um, because he would not bring anybody be drunk and just do stupid shit. And I enjoyed him around because he had a. And manager with him? Didn't he have his manager around him most of the time? He used to, and then used to. this this was not a manager that was oh, okay. with him. This that was night. within his time, was this, it? This was this was a there was a, there was a female with him, but I do not believe now she wanted to be someone's manager, um, <laughs> and that person was Ryan Ha. <laughs> oh boy, Ryan Ha. <laughs> Ryan Ryan Ha led off the show and okay. and did open mic jokes because it was an open mic. He, he's so racist. <laughs> and, oh yeah, it's. So here's the thing. Uh, I went up a little while later, and then as I came off stage, the woman that was with Mark Brown pulled me aside and asked me if I would mentor Ryan Ha. <laughs> and then when I tried to explain that that was that was not really going to be a thing that he would want, she called him. She called him over, and told him this to his face, in front of me. <laughs> This Yo, one, this one, knows see. how Ryan Ha talks like a black dude in 1966. He's like, man, <laughs> let me tell you something. Come on, man, there's white people out here, man. You don't try to job me. Yeah, all exactly. that, all that stopped in that moment. Yeah, <laughs> that was that. Ryan Ha's been on Ryan Ha's been on our dot comedy radar for since the inception of of dot comedy. It was more more since here's the thing. The the first I met him at an at an Alex show, of course. Of course, and that of course me too. <laughs> Everyone that's, did. That's where everyone meets him. Um, <laughs> the first night I met him, uh, he was mad at me because I wouldn't let him ride in my car on Alex's lap. <laughs> and the last time I saw him prior to this particular evening, he was storming out of the ugly mug because Alex wasn't coming and he couldn't be around, quote, liars and cheats. Wait, what? It's yeah. important to mention that he's very Chinese and has two long braids that make him look Japanese and Native American. And he talks like a black dude from He's an enigma. He's an yeah. enigma wrapped in a conundrum. <laughs> he's he's an, he's who, an, who was lying and cheating him? What, what was that? He was accusing he was accusing Alex of being a, a liar, cheat, and thieves because accusing but, or just stating categorically <laughs> what is clear to the world. Love Alex, shout out to Alex, I love you, baby. I, oh my I, god! I, I don't know. He just took it really personal that uh, that that, that, that he Alex wasn't, wasn't going to be there. 
Um, because he was supposed to be turning over a new leaf. But I felt bad. Alex? No, Ryan was. Ryan Ryan oh, was stating Ryan that... just started therapy last year and he said to me that he just stopped lying. Like he's not into lying anymore because he yeah. just started doing therapy. He couldn't be Good around it anymore. Um so but he was really nice to me on Thursday. He was yeah. like, Oh man, you lost weight, look great. I can't get over how great you look. And so when when that event happened, yeah, um, I felt bad and I had to try and like spin it. So I'm like standing there like it, it, you know, it's it's an open mic. You know, um, we help each other out. And I told her like he gets booked more than I do somehow. <laughs> I appreciate Ryan's it. Ryan's hilarious. He's mad aggressive. You know, it's 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 either you either he's, it, it's either there or it isn't. Um, that night, and this is this was not his night. Uh, <laughs> apparently. Wow. Um, but but uh, but I, I followed up with it. We're cool. Um, but it was just a really it was a really weird night. And then I had the pleasure of going to uh, to New York to do a show for no one at a coffee hut. Um, <laughs> I, I where was the show, Joey? I was in, I was at so I I knew I was going to go to New York this weekend. I asked I asked Alex to say I said, Hey, you're in New York. Uh, what what's going on December fourth? And he's like, I think there might be a thing in Yonkers. And I was like, Oh, cool. I've never been to Yonkers. Uh, oh so he connected me with. That sounds a, like the whitest conversation between a black man and an off white man I'd ever heard in my life. I've so never been to Yonkers. I've never been to Yonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a show in Yonkers? Yeah, come on by. Is that bud. where the Rough Riders are from? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I I'm supposed to I'm supposed to give uh, Mikey Favor a ride up. And Mikey Favor is is a disabled comic who rides who's in a wheelchair. So, we, so I pick him up in Midtown, drive forty minutes to Yonkers, get out, and there is no show. There is no mic. There is no place to have a show. This venue has four chairs, two of which are outside. I don't know. Like the guy who put this thing together had never been to the venue, and then tried to blame it on the owner. I'm like, dude, no. Like, how do you not? Like, he's like, and then he said he assumed they would have a microphone. I'm like. Wow, I I don't want to say his name, but um, don't ever do a show with Kamari Brown. I'm sorry, I'm putting it out <laughs> there. Sounds like Dude, an African American. If you, if you, I don't really care if you hear this because you're a piece of shit. That's why I didn't exchange contact info with you because I never want to deal with you again. I don't care how pretty you you know made yourself look before you walked out the house that day. Step one, go to the fucking venue. Joey Lafaro shooting shots. Hot uh, fire, bro. At, Hot at, fire! At promoters. Uh, we, we don't do that on Dot Comedy, Joey. I do. Uh, yeah, you do. It's your career. I don't, I don't, I'm not worried about it. Because I, that, he said, I think they have a microphone. That was a phrase that came out of his mouth. Yes. What I, kind of shit is that? I assumed they would have. I would have assume. It. I would assume they did. <laughs> wow. It's like the key ingredient. Yeah, that's yeah. One of the top <laughs> for a mic. And the funny thing was, like, I knew the show wasn't happening, but I asked that question because I just needed to confirm for myself that this guy was not shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I needed you need it. You needed full. I knew that that was going to be the answer. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, did they want you to just, like stand up and just like project your voice? Was that the plan? Just like projecting? No. You've I, done I that. guess I did do that. We the, like done a that before. We've done that. Me at, too. I, we did that at Nottingham's a week before. They did at Nottingham's a week before. The actual week before. But that was that was because the mic died during the show. That wasn't because they didn't have one. Uh, well, I mean, all promoters can't be as good as Dot Comedy is. 
Uh, that nah, comedy. Y'all always have mics. Yes. <laughs> we still have mics. We had like six backup mics. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> we kept, we kept yeah, at least. do a show like out in the world, like not in a, in a dining room, you know? That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> that would be awesome. Not in a coffee hut. <laughs> by a metro stop. We would have made that show amazing, though. That comedy, I think that comedy would have made that show a thousand times better. Oh, of course. Yeah. By not having it there. Yeah. Because I would have actually gone to that. That's for, that's step number one. Step one. Oh my goodness. Oh what my about goodness. you, Kevin? You have any you have any fun anecdotes from the week that was? Mm-hmm. Uh, the week that was. Well, I shaved my beard. I don't know if you you know I've been it known. It does for look a little tighter like today. You yeah, it I've up? been known for having an illustrious beard. I haven't shaved my beard for three years. Wow. Oh, wow. And I realized that I was depending on my beard uh, for like my entire identity, and I would use both beard oil and vagina juice to keep it really shiny. Uh-huh. And nice. I needed to let go of it. I had to let go of it. And also, I wanted to check my jawline just to make sure my face didn't look like Roland's over here. See, and, um, just... <laughs> that's, I, that's Roland Martin, Candace. I don't know if you know. We have a special yes. guest host. Um, so I wanted to see my jawline. I hadn't seen my jawline in years. Because, you know, like I, I work out a lot, like kind of like Joey, but mine, like it shows. Um, and wow. uh, I... Uh, <laughs> I wanted to see my jaw. Also, I do intermittent fasting. You guys know, know about intermittent fasting? Joey yes, also do. does that, yeah. Yep. Oh, really? We yes, all do it. Yes, I still do. Sure? I've been doing it so since you told me about it. You're not supposed to eat sometimes. I don't think maybe. Okay, so I do intermittent <laughs> fasting, which some people call, you know, intermittent fasting. Other people call it uh, fuckboy eating disorder. You know, potato, <laughs> potato. Someone someone give me a potato. I'm starving. Um, but um. So I wanted to make sure my jawline was there, uh, and it's here. It's here. You guys can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can see. Um, and then you know, so I shed my beard, and I also shed my most recent uh, main squeeze. This woman I was dating uh, was is the operative word because we're not dating anymore. Uh, and I completely checked out of the relationship this weekend, this past weekend. I checked out of the relationship. I also yeah. checked out of the hotel room. We're staying at together. Is that um, why you're in a cubicle basement? Off. She was super pissed off. I guess uh, she'll have to go to her brother's funeral alone, you know? Wow. Wow. Oh, uh, wow. He was really pissed. Uh, you can only imagine how pissed she'll be like when she finds out who gave her brother the fentanyl, you know? Oh, wow. Oh, wow, Kevin. So, Jesus. That was my weekend. <laughs> Is that, is that why Kevin's in a warehouse basement? Where that is. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell are you doing? I'm hiding. <laughs> he's, he's, he's laying low. I'm being held prisoner at WeWork by Ryan Ha. <laughs> I'm coding. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, Candace. Yeah, I used to be a trucker. <laughs> Candace, do you have anything going on this week, man? That was fun. Hey, hey, hey shit happened to me. Nothing at all. I'm uh, working. And going to bed. Well, I mean, going to bed's good. Good thing sometimes. Did you? Did you yeah, still have that brown boyfriend? <laughs> yes, I still have him. He's now a oh, brown wow. fiance. Yes. He you liked it, really so he put a ring on it. Long for years. <laughs> no, uh, I love him. Wow. As she fantasizes about more white men, this is ridiculous that we make fun of Candace in that way. 
Candace is a the only woman. We have to make fun of her. Of course. I mean, that's that's feasible. I mean, do you identify as a woman? Can't we have to check? Do you identify as a <laughs> yes. woman? She, her, she, her pronouns. Yes. She, her. Yeah, that's yeah. super cool. Is anybody on here they them? Just let us know. No, my pronouns are O G. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to see someone put she him as their pronouns just to fuck with everybody. <laughs> Which one you gonna pick today? Wouldn't that be he she? <laughs> that one too. He she. He she. He she. Oh man! Don't get Marcus started. You know how offensive he can be. I'm no, not a even. I'm not offensive. Okay, I, I was very uh, last week's episode was the was the litmus test of how how DJ Marcus has come a long way. <laughs> he did not say Are one. Are you woke? Are you woke now? He's I, not. No, I'm he's not. not. He's offensive to the whole LBGTQ community. He's no. the worst. But that's the, the, the the new wave is like being offensive. The new woke is being slightly offensive and still having people like you. Yes. Oh, okay. He's like doing... Dave. Like, yeah, but he's he's the king of it. He's he's the peak of it yeah. not right. all of us can do that he's right well we'll get into it uh <laughs> right yeah we're gonna take a break. yeah man it's it's been a, it's been a long week for dj marcus but nothing happened in particular that would make me want to care want to talk about it because dj marcus doesn't talk all the time i let you guys do the funny stuff sometimes i, I leave myself out that's there that's not true marcus <laughs> what about that chick you're trying to smash that you were talking about when we we're off air? Hey, what about that? See, see, now now you can't do that. Um, <laughs> cert, certain individuals what do listen. I, what did I miss? What listen, did I miss? Listen to this to, to this particular podcast, and oh. uh, and and that does not happen before or after, my dear. Just 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 be aware that does not ever happen. DJ Marcus, DJ Marcus does not. <laughs> Does not uh, look at any other woman except for you. That's fact. You I'm know just kidding. Uh, Marcus's wife or girlfriend or <laughs> right. boyfriend or husband or whoever. There you go. Be inclusive. Yeah, got to be you inclusive. Got to gotta share. <laughs> got to be everybody. You're not trying to be offensive to they, them, right, Kevin? <laughs> to she, him. I don't want to offend she, him, they, or OG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But you know what, Joe? We're going to take a quick break, man. All right. And then we're going to come back. And we're gonna have a we're gonna have a sit down conversation, Mr. Kevin Kevin Lance Murray. Do you like do you Good prefer luck. Kevin Lance Murray or just Kevin Murray? No, the Lance is in there. I put it in there on purpose. Lance is there on purpose. Okay, then I will continue. To, typo? I will continue to call you by your full name. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh man, but we're gonna take a quick break, Joey. But we'll be back with more fun and more thrills on me. How long is the break, guys? How long is the break? It's about two like minutes. A few seconds. Yeah. You, don't have, you don't have time to pee or anything. Nah, just stay right about IBS. Nice. No. <laughs> it, it it is. It's BS. It we'll be back in a minute. get me. I worked at JD's Connections whenever Jason let me. C-Saves, I was buying fittings every day. Kitty's Caravan and trying not to catch a stray. I dropped out right before and I And we're back on the That Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, Candace Hogg, and our special guest, Mr. Kevin Lance Murray. But this segment of That Comedy Podcast is brought to you by... 
smooth my balls. That's right, smooth my balls. And you can get yourself a cool Turf Chopper 3.0 if you go to the Smooth My Balls link on our link tree. And you know what you can get? You can get 20% off. That's right, 20% off to get yourself a nice pair of smooth balls. That's right, Smooth My Balls, Turf Chopper 3.0. Just follow the link tree link on our dot comedy page. And we're back in the dot comedy podcast. Joey LaFaro. That's not an inclusive sponsor. Told you we need to smooth my vulva. I told you this already. But you can smooth your vulva with the smooth. You need to just say it differently. Yes. Because you could probably smooth your vulva with the ball product. You dig? I just don't like the fact that it's branded to a male audience. Why can't it be marketed as unisex? Well, I would assume that if I look at the two hosts, I don't think women. <laughs> watching this podcast, <laughs> I feel like they cater to men who live in basements and play video games. It's okay. really just a lot of the time. Just whatever person who uh, promotes crap on Instagram DMs me with whatever product. Yes, yeah. and I don't get uh, DMs from a feminine. <laughs> Like the minute, Candice, that I get like a DM from a maxi pad company, we'll get it in there. Mm-hmm. That just it. shows the way Probably that he said maxi pad just demonstrates that he is not around women. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. the way that he said it. Maxi pad. That was so 1986, really. Maxi pad. <laughs> you didn't even say tampon. You were like, you said maxi pad. You got to get your pads. <laughs> We don't want you sticking nothing up there. I wanted to point out how ridiculous that it is that you think I'm going to get that ad. <laughs> First um, of all, we use Diva Cups now, but that's a ooh, whole other conversation. Right. You know is, what a Diva Cup is, Joey? Then find a I company that, that, wants disgusting. To, that wants us to promote their shit and give me a, give me a reference disgusting. code and we'll do it. That is disgusting. What's disgusting, Marcus? Huh? Putting blood in the cup and then pouring it in the get sink. Us, get that us a disgusting damn sponsor yeah, and we will put it on air. It is a part of the miracle of life. I make that is sure true. because I can reproduce. Stop but putting both of those things can be true. It can be part of the miracle of life, and it can also be disgusting. Stop yes, putting old babies have... in a cup and pouring them down the drain. That oh, is God. disgusting. Facts. That is disgusting. Like if you think about female reproductive system, it's essentially an open gash. It's a wound. It's just like a plethora of bacteria. Right. I'm gonna go find oh. a company that makes Plan yeah. B pills, and we'll get an ad for that for next week. Okay, plan B. Inclusion. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of inclusion, Joey LaFaro, yes. we got to include our guest this week. Yes. Mr. Kevin Lance Murray. Hey, guys. Hey, Kevin. Uh, it, is a, it is a pleasure to have you on, sir. You are a very funny young man. Uh, old man, I don't know what you are. You shaved your beard down, so you, probably, you look a lot younger. Black people don't age yeah. properly, so we never know how old any of us really are. I just had a birthday on Friday. How old are you now? How old are you? Candace guess. No, Candace uh, knows me. No, no, don't guess, Candace. Uh, Roman Martin, you guess. I would say thirty-nine. Fuck. And no, hey, what no. Did you, how did you do that? How did you do that, Roman? <laughs> Are you really thirty-nine? On the dot, bro. He's That's good not at, cool, he's bro. He's good at that kind I'm of thing. I'm about to hang up. <laughs> I was gonna say thirty-four. But... Thank you, Candace. I had I had bitches saying that I'm thirty-two, twenty-six. I get twenty-nine. I got. This nigga said 39 on the dot. Man. I fuck with you, and I don't fuck with you. Oh. Marcus did his black, his black math. to be old because he's But Marcus, old. did you know that? Did you do some research right quick? Like, did you do some shit with no, the internet? No, sir. I, I don't like how you did that. I have, I have this thing that I do with when it comes to black people. Is I it take... because of my references? I was making old nigga references. <laughs> yeah, you, you did do that <laughs> early. So that made, that made you at least 35. Like yeah, all your references, I got that Sherman Hemsley energy. 
<laughs> he knows how to add back the years for Black Don't Crack Pretty to much. get back the actual age. Yeah, we, we, we know how to get you where you're supposed to be. It's like inflation. It's, skin, it's like skinflation. <laughs> yeah, like you take the age that they look and you add five to seven years and you might be in the ballpark of yep. what their age really is. Pretty much. He got it right on the – that was crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, well, Kev, Kevin Lance Murray, welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast. Oh, man, thank you for having me. I'm yeah, really honored to be here. The first question I – I don't know how to take that. <laughs> the, first, the first question I have for you, sir, is, yeah. is a very simple question. Okay. Who are you, Kevin Lance Murray? Just, just, for, okay. just for the people at home who don't know. Who am I? What the answer you're gonna get is who I think I am. So, okay. Um, I'm a black man, and uh, I uh, grew up in Westchester, New York, amongst the whites. So I'm well versed in Caucasity. Um, uh-huh. I, uh, <laughs> <Candace. laughs> um, I went to private school, uh, but then I got uh, attracted to the streets. <laughs> when I was in college, I became like a full-on criminal. Like I was really, I mean, I majored in English, but I really majored in crime like my goal was just networking with the top criminals in the city and this was back in the early 2000s when like you could just cocaine was falling from the sky because big meech was out and there was a lot of trickle down coke happening gotcha i became a pretty large cocaine dealer weed dealer while in college i was rubbing shoulders with some of the top hitters killers hustlers shot callers and ballers in dc um i'm marion barry and it, you think it's a game? Like, I used to hang out with him at Steve's bar room. He wore a silk shirt, and he still did coke to the end. Um, <laughs> I, uh, and then uh, post-college, I worked in a music studio. I worked for uh, – my last day job was working for a trade organization doing investor conferences and all sorts of shit. But then I quit that to go back to the streets. Uh, and then I had a second coming of crime around the – early 2010s and then i caught a case uh a white bitch snitched on me um and uh then i thought i was gonna go to jail for 40 years but then i um paid money because uh, apparently what you could do is if you get arrested and you have money then you don't go to jail so um okay. i paid the money and then they said you could do probation they were like they were like yo you're gonna go to jail for 40 years and then i was like wait i have 60 grand they're like okay probation wow. <laughs> i swear to god i swear to god fucking crazy um, and then after that, after that, the world kind of changed because like weed became uh, legal in D.C. And I was I got into the weed business. And right around that time, I was doing stand up. I started doing stand up in 2014. All right. Um, so right when like the world was changing as far as uh, cannabis legalization and that industry opening up in D.C., I was doing stand up and then I uh, knocked up a, a Greek woman Um <laughs> And uh, I thought I was going to, you know, essentially go to jail for 40 years. Same thing, right? <laughs> Again, yeah. But but then she, uh, one day, like, she was peeing, and then there was no more baby because it was, like, uh, it went down the um, went down the drain there. And, Whoa. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, it's, called a misca- it's called a miscarriage. That's, Jesus. That's I know. the technical term of it. Um, for me, it was just, like, a you know, kind of celebration. But, um... Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so then... Uh, you know, I doubled down on the cannabis stuff, and now I run, like, a pretty big cannabis company okay. right here in D.C. I do a lot of work with the gift shops. I also do stand-up around town. I'm writing. Um, I'm, I, actually, I'm starting to write for this blog called The Outlaw Report, which is, like, this cannabis uh, legal blog um, okay. in D.C., specific to D.C., Maryland, Virginia. 
check that out at outlawreport.com. The first editorial will be out like in the next week or so. Okay. Outlawreport.com, which I think is a really dope name, Outlaw Report. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because I used to fancy myself an outlaw, but now that it's like legal, I'm just like a regular kind of like working stiff. Um, I love yoga and white women, but I'm renouncing them because they are the devil. And uh, <laughs> yes. I've recently um, decided to cut out sex and masturbation from my life. So I'm on the no fat, no fucking right now. Okay. Um, it's been, it's been, tomorrow will be three weeks. Um, and I knew I knew I had to stop because that's uh, why he's in the last, basement. You know, I went out last <laughs> yes. Wednesday, or I went out three Wednesdays ago, and I didn't even want anything to happen. And all of a sudden, like there's like mad naked women in my house. I got you know titties everywhere, and I didn't want to fuck. And I just like you know, sex just happens around me, which is what happens when you look like me, I guess. And um, I just needed to take back my life, and I like abstaining from sex is actually the best one of the best decisions I've ever made. Like I've taken a step back from weed before, from drugs, from alcohol. I've taken breaks from that, but I've never taken a break from the uh, relentless pursuit of vagina. Um, and uh, it's amazing. And I feel more powerful than ever. And uh, my dick feels great. Um, everything is good. Uh, my body is immaculate, like literally black Adonis. Um, <laughs> I'm really happy. And I, I can't help but think that the reason I'm on this podcast right now is because I'm not out literally chasing tail which i catch i catch it quite easily uh but uh i really feel like the reason i'm here is because i made a conscious decision to be amongst those who cannot who cannot uh, get sex see okay um, all right God, so okay the, the, that was a that was a long journey for you to tell us we don't get sex that is that is ridiculous <laughs> i i saw it coming here's the thing joey i watched i watched the turn on that because it turned when the moment he started talking about i gave up sex i knew he was going to come back to yeah, y'all don't get any either. So I'm glad I'm here with you guys. It, it, no, Joey fucks. I, I'm just kidding. I, I know Joey fucks. Joey fucks a lot. Joey, Joey, Joey does fuck a lot. Joey, Joey, Joey just look at Joey. He's spicy white. Yeah. He's spicy white. <laughs> oh man, but so Kevin, so Kevin, what made you get into comedy? Because you said you started in 2014. What made you get into it, man? You know, it's all, I've always been interested in stand up as a fan, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, first, I was a fan. I've always watched stand up, and I found myself hanging out with comics it was uh you know jamel johnson yes uh-huh. yes um i was hanging out with him a lot and i was like being funny and he there, you know there's a thing that happens when someone who doesn't do stand-up hangs out with stand-ups a lot and everyone is just like all right bro just or just just do just fucking do stand-up already like we know what this is mm. like it was like that yeah. sort of thing they were just like okay dude like we get it like you want us to think you're funny, so just go do stand up. You're yeah. fucking annoying. Um, and uh, at the beginning, like I would, I did stand up. The first time I did stand up was at Stetson's. Oh, okay. U Street. Yeah. Uh, I think Mike Jelani Farf. was a bartender, right? Yeah, it was Jelani and Mike Farf, wasn't it? Mike Farf, yeah. And I remember my my legs were shaking. My legs were shaking so much, like to the point where I was sweating. Um, and I, when it was done, I remember feeling so accomplished uh, because I didn't quote unquote bomb. And then I did this thing that every comic hated where I would play, I don't know if you guys remember this, when I first started doing stand-up, I would play piano music. No. Did any of you guys ever see this, Cam? I, I don't remember seeing that. When I, I first started doing stand-up, I would play like uh, piano solos and they'd be very like somber. And then I would go and say like weird shit about cocaine and sex. And it would be like the, the juxtaposition of those two sounds. 
and it would it would work right it would be funny uh but it wasn't stand-up per se it was some mm-hmm. other shit it was like some other performance shit and um i'll never forget it. i remember one day i would go, I would go to do a show and I can't get my piano shit up, you know? I, I have to do, like, regular stand-up. And it was in front of all older black people. Oh. This was, like, two months into comedy. And oh. at this point, I was I had been killing with this piano shit. I had been killing. Um, and I thought, I was like, oh, I'm going to be I'm gonna be famous, like, very soon. <laughs> um, and I go and do, like, my material. My material back then was, like, I don't always do cocaine when I masturbate. But when I do cocaine, I always masturbate. Like that was one of my <laughs> intros to a joke. And these middle-aged black people looked at me like they survived the crack epidemic. You feel me? Like they saw <laughs> cocaine decimate the community. Bitch. And they looked at me with such, I wouldn't even say, it was like disappointment. It was as if I had failed like Sojourner Truth and Harriet Tubman. Like, I had failed generations of black people. Like, it was such disgust and disappointment. You set us all and back. I had dead ass. And I left. No one laughed. Like, they were laughing before uh, I came on. They were happy. And then I did my shit, and they were they just were not happy. Like, it looked like straight up the black codes had been re- reinstituted. Like, it looked terrible. The light um, see, the, the, thing, the, thing that, the thing that they probably thought when you went up was you looked like you went to Hillman College. So they were like, yeah. this guy's going to come up and be woke, and he's going to get us, he's going to make mm-hmm. us all feel better about black men. And then you get up there and yeah, do that shit, was, and they go, nah, damn. It was so disgusting. <laughs> and then I never forget, I went home, and I had been, like, not drinking for, like, I was on one of my breaks from booze and shit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I immediately just, like, drank everything, and I called every dealer of every, <laughs> every drug. I said, what do you got? Uh, right. And then I, uh, you know, uh, abused, I abused uh, substance. Um, and I called my sister and I told her what happened and she was like, good, you were getting arrogant as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, 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 that's the way to, that's the way to get that reality check. You gotta, yeah, you gotta... bro. comedy is such a beautiful thing like that. Cause like, no matter how many years you're in it, you always get those checks. Like whenever you're feeling really good about your shit, mm-hmm. you'll get, I actually like welcome like a, a low key bomb. Like I don't like bomb bomb like that anymore. But I have, you know, bad nights. You know about these, Joey. Joey, yeah. you know about these. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I really welcome those, especially if I'm preparing for something, like a show or something. Because, like, a bomb or a bad show means, like, a great show is on the horizon. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, man. But, yeah, man. It's, so, so you've been doing comedy for the last, let's see, seven, let's make seven. It seven years? That makes seven mm-hmm. years. So, so when you started – did you did you have influences that you said you know what I I really like their their style of doing comedy so I'm a, I'm gonna take a little bit from them and then and try to work it or did you create your own lane when you start doing comedy? Well, I mean, I definitely had influences in people that I loved. Uh, Chappelle, obviously, I was a big uh, Louis fan, still am. I love I love jerking off in front of people. Like I think that's lit. Um, I, uh, Sounds about right. Who else do I like? Are there any female com? No, they're not funny. Um, I also yes. liked Dice. Big fan of Dice. Mm-hmm. Um, but my number one comic, and this is like a kind of random pick, my number one favorite comic is Joey Diaz. Okay. Uh, jo- Joey Coco Diaz. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I've I heard saw, the name before, but I don't, I don't remember. I saw him at Baltimore Comedy Factory with Jesse Rivas. Jesse Rivas was like, hey, let's go <laughs> see Joey Coco Diaz at 
He was the guy. He was the can of corn guy in Longest Yard. Yeah, and and he's like a, a regular on Rogan. Um, uh, okay. Was before Rogan became like the okay, Rogan. child of the right, <laughs> um, the love child of the right wing. But uh, he has his own podcast. It's pretty big. But the thing I liked about him was that he was like a, a former coke addict that loved cats, and I am a current coke addict that loves cats. There you go. So uh, I'm just kidding. I, I don't love cats. No. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's a, and he like talks about his struggles as like a criminal and a coke addict that loves cats and he's very emotional. He just reminds me of myself, except he's like really gross and fat and old and disgusting. Like I'm like a hot, taller, sexier, way better shape version of him. Okay. Um, so I relate to him on that, you know? I got you. I understand completely. Oh man. Right. But- but it is again, again, Kevin Lance Murray. It is a pleasure to have you on. But I have my own style. I, but I have my own style. My style is like really, really humble. You know, super humble. <laughs> yeah, I can see. That. I can hear it. I can hear it. I can hear, hear it so well, uh, man. But where can people find you on the internet, Kevin? Okay, so on the interwebs, you can find me on Instagram at Kevin Lance Murray. Like my three names, I use all my names because each name individually is fairly average. But when you bring them together, it sounds like pretty lit. Plus, it's also uh, my initials are like a Dutch airline. So I'm like fly or whatever. Um, And then uh, on Twitter, which I'm more active on these days, I tweet now. Shout out to me. Shout out. It's uh, K underscore L underscore M because, you know, KLM was taken by the airline naturally. And Kevin Lance Murray, some fucker. I don't know. Some asshole has it. Um, and then uh, what are the other ones? Facebook. I don't use it. I don't use Facebook other than to communicate with Joey LaFaro. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate Facebook, bro. Uh, Sounds about right. Most most people don't like Facebook anymore. Uh, for the other side yeah, of the metaverse. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, and that's uh, Kevin Murray on LinkedIn. Oh, it's actually, Kevin Lance Murray on LinkedIn. And then what? Oh, TikTok. Holler at me, Kevin Lance Murray on TikTok. I, last summer, I used to do the TikTok dances because I was dating a 22 year old. Okay, um, and that's what that, you got to that do. Tracks. That's what you got to do. Got you got to keep them. You got to keep them entertained. So you do that. Yeah, you but do. it was weird because I was the one that wanted to do it. Like she didn't even want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh DJ man, DJ Marcus. Yes, sir. Who would Kevin Lance Murray be at the Dot Comedy Cookout? Okay, so Kevin Lance Murray. All right, so I would have to say Kevin would be. Your little cousin. Okay, the little cousin that, that he's going to come to your house. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't really, you, you love your little cousin, you love him to death, but he's a little cousin that would play with all your stuff, and you don't want anybody touching your stuff when 90 people are in your house circling around, and he's the cousin that wouldn't want to go home at the end of the, at the, end of the cookout, and he would just oh, yeah. stay overnight at your mom's house as opposed to going home with his mom at the end of the night. That's because I'm fucking. <laughs> Tell my God. You fucking your aunt? That's kind of bad, dude. Mom, bro. <laughs> That's your aunt. You're my cousin. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> that is no, the that is the reason I don't want you at my house. Yo, my my dude, you can fuck aunts. You, yo, do you know how blood relation works? <laughs> See? 
First of all, first this of is all, why you didn't want him at dead. your house to begin with. See, okay. So my dude, my dude, my mother is dead, okay, and she has no blood. She has no blood, and that's your mom's sister. And the way blood relation works is that when mom is dead, it's no more blood related. I read that in a medical journal. I read that in Convenient Theories for Incest. Have you read that? The CTFI? <laughs> He explained this. It's a quarterly. I've watched him explain this on stage at the Ugly Mug, so I should have seen this coming. <laughs> and I admit, I did not. I, I, I yeah, did I not. Snuck, uh, I snuck that one in. I that was that one in, Joey. well played. Well played. So thank you. But how? Okay. How accurate am I then? If if that if that is. I mean, he's playing with your things, so <laughs> that sounds about right. It just wasn't the things you thought that they were going to be played with. <laughs> And there was a sleepover. It's just not the sleepover you thought it was going to be. Pretty much. God yeah. damn. All right. We're going to take a quick break, Joey. Okay. Candace. <laughs> Candace died. Candace is on mute. No, I'm here. Okay. No, Candace. Candace is on mute. Do you got a, do you, do you got a what they you want this week? Y'all can't hear me? We can hear you now. Hear you now. Oh, okay. Do you got a you what? when you're on mute, too. <laughs> do you, I was. Okay. Do, do you got <laughs> a what they want this week, Candace? Uh, no. Well, I mean, it was one of the topics that y'all said as well. The only thing I wanted to talk about was Rihanna is rumored to be pregnant by ASAP Rocky. All right, we're, we're gonna get to we're gonna get into that a little later. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna get into that a little later. So we will we will skip can, what they want from Candace. Yeah, Are we going to talk about Nick Cannon's it. dick? Are we going to talk about Nick Cannon's dick or no? What, what, what does Nick Cannon's Nick dick have to do with anything? He fucking wasn't Go wearing... search on Google. I don't search on Google right now. That. You got the Cannon in there. You got the Cannon. He wore some a tight-ass suit and his dick was cutting off. You know how like your pants are supposed to come up and there's supposed to be a triangle? Yeah, it wasn't. It was like a trapezoid. His dick was laying <laughs> across was like, his legs. His dick was down to like mid-thigh. It was like mid-thigh. Yeah, yeah. with damn like, kids. Right now. Drumline. Candace looking up a black man's dick on the internet. Her phone's gonna break. Nice. <laughs> Nick dick. Yeah, it was God. all over Twitter yesterday. I mean, or so, or so I heard. I'm not googling that. Uh, nope. I tried to take a break from Twitter and I missed Nick Cannon's dick. Yeah, Nick Cannon, up. if you will. Nick's Cannon. Nick Cannon. Yeah. Ugh. Oh wow, this has to be photoshopped. That can't. No, be. bro. No, it's not. That's still, real. I, there's a video. Oh my, oh my god, and his son just died though. His son just died also. So is he which one is advertising for a replacement? What is <laughs> what son did which son died? His son died, his five month old son died. So on um, in the same day he goes viral for his dick that his son dies. Um oh, five no. month old son died of breast uh, brain cancer. Damn, that sucks. Oh my god. So, the, so now you can't even find the dick. This the fucking sun is taking over the God damn it. The internet. I found the dick. Of course Candace did. <laughs> it's funnier because worry, we can't see her. <laughs> yes. All we get is a disembodied voice Here, saying, I, in, I, I found a dick. Enjoy. I found it. Oh, you just put it in the chat? Of course you did. I, I, not looking yeah, at enjoy. I'm not looking it up. I want my phone I to s- think I'm looking for dicks. I already saw it. I'm, already, I'm good. I don't need. Don't, nope. Well, you it know is, what we're going to do. It is quite the spectacle, I, sh- I will say. Okay. Well, you know what we're going to do, Joey? We're going to take a quick break on that comedy podcast. And we're going to get into some of these topics, these things going on in the world that makes this world keep spinning. Joey, what we got on the docket, man? Did I throw you off? What? What we got on the docket, Joey? Oh, uh... 
there's a uh, we gotta recap what happened at versus. Yes. Uh, there was a tussle, uh, more so than just the music. Uh, Montgomery County is putting out some weird warnings about violinists for some reason. Uh, Donald Trump got got an honorary something or other, and uh, robots are taking over. Um, well, shit. Well, I guess this world is radioactive, but we're here on the Die Comedy Podcast. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more fun and more thrills in a minute on the Die Comedy Podcast. And we're back on the Dad Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Marcus. And if you're joining us, you're joining us in a beautiful segment. But this segment is brought to you by Victory Victory Insoles. That's right, Victory Insoles. If you're looking to get back out on the field, you're over age of 35 and you really want to play some sports, get yourself some Victory Insoles. They'll help you cut that turn. They'll help you gain that momentum. They'll help you help you run that risk. I don't know what the fuck they'll do, but they'll do some fun stuff for you. But you can get a discount on them. And they get, they're get good. It's right in our link tree that both of our guests leave. No. <laughs> I'm here. Okay. I okay. Kevin left. Kevin said he'll call back in. Oh, uh, man. But Joe, we're back on the Dak County Podcast. Get yourself a victory in soul. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Joey LaFaro, Candace August. It has been a long week. And with a long week usually comes top-of-the-line headlines, Joey. Mm-hmm. So what's happened this week in the news? Well, there was something you brought brought to the Dot Comedy desk this week that okay. you wanted to discuss. I did. I did, I did, I did. And it, it, was, it was a matter of being fair to people. Okay. I am a, I am a huge proponent of fairness in the workplace, mm-hmm. fairness in life, mm-hmm. and I want I want women to have a fair as fair a shot as anybody else in this world. Facts. So my question is, why do why are WNBA players mm-hmm. starting OnlyFans accounts to make extra coin when the lowest paid NBA player? Mm-hmm. Ain't out panhandling as bad. Because there's no market for a man to do that. OnlyFans. You might know the answer to that. The NBA makes a lot more money so they can pay the players top dollar. The WNBA doesn't have the viewership to pay their players millions of dollars. And why is that, Candace? I think because we live in a misogynistic Oh, my God. Where they don't want to see women who are top athletes. Okay, real quick, let's just keep it 100. First off, at WNBA would make mad money if, if bitches were topless. Secondly, uh, <laughs> secondly, if you take the number one ranked seventh grade male basketball player against the number one WNBA player, he would wash her, okay? <laughs> Inaccurate. Yo, Zion Williamson in seventh grade would wash a WNBA bro. Like, the seventh grade dude 
It might be 6'9", 260 pounds. <laughs> it's True. just not the bodies. Candace, the bodies. The bodies are different. We I can't lie about. We live in a male-centric society, and men don't necessarily want to see female athletes. They want to see female models. They want to see women in a very feminine capacity. But do women don't, don't either, Candace. Women could women have basketball. just as much uh, opportunity to watch these things and consume them, and they don't either. There you go. Nobody wants to see. There are more women than there are men in the world. Well, men are the people making decisions about it. No, they aren't. We're making the same decision to watch whatever we watch. Women aren't as interested in watching sports as men are. People in charge are largely men. She's right about that. People in charge are largely men, but the audiences that they should be trying to grab are women. Those are mostly men. Yeah, they should try to grab the women audience, but women watch the. NBA because they sometimes lust after the men or because they're trying to get like the attention of their they're trying to pretend like they like the NBA so dudes will <laughs> pay attention to them. Yeah, True. women do that. Like and, you know, and the men. How many girls are like, yeah, I'm into sports. I'm like really a guys girl. Like how many bitches say that? It's terrible. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Never say that shit to me. If we're dating, never tell me I'm a guys girl. That means. Oh yeah, you want to have a fucking gangbang? What are you doing? <laughs> that's that's I mean, what I hear when you say it that. Even, it even tracks the same way that a lot of professional sports historically have, where the I I would argue that like women's college basketball probably has a bigger following than WNBA does, and the yeah, same was I agree. and the same was true of the actual NFL at one point. Like college football was more popular than the NFL in the early days of that too. Very true for a very long. You know what I think? Time. Women do dominate as far as viewership in gymnastics, though. I think. Yeah, yeah men's gymnastics sports. is trash. Have you ever watched? Well, I would, I- I wouldn't want to watch a strong ass midget twirls flags around the air and shit like that. They just don't want to see them doing basketball. I would 100 see them doing things that men do better. Well, you could admit that men are. I mean, Candace, Candace. (laughs) Let's be let's be keep it 100. Men, because of physical capabilities, men can do more athletically in certain sports: basketball, football. Uh, I think soccer is a, the, the I don't closest. Know. Probably is one of those. I think really, they can be, They can be superior in contact sports because they're bigger no, and stronger. I'm talking about like dunks and shit, like all this. The, oh, all you have to do no. to dunk is be tall. WAMB no. players, WNBA that players. Kevin, Kevin Durant, true. Kevin Durant, yeah, seven feet true. tall, and he's one of the best shooters in the league. It's and it's because no one can block it, can get in his way. He can shoot over top yeah, of everybody. It's, it's not just tall. It's athleticism, like jumping right. from the free throw line, all that extra sh- I'm just saying. Yeah, they don't do that on the WNBA. That height does have a factor. I think Kevin lost Sam. Here's the other factor. Here's the other factor. You got to keep in mind. And so so here's a couple different things. Okay, one, uh, for one, the like I would I would I would straight up for a lot of it, a lot of viewership for sports has to either do with betting lines, which means you have to understand the sport enough to want to put money on it, okay? Two, uh-huh. two you, ha- you have a vested interest in that team, or or three, there's like a star you care about watching, or there's some must-see event because there's a clash of greatness, okay? We've seen uh-huh. it happen in other sports. Like, look at what Ronda Rousey did with MMA for a period of time. She fell off because she lost and didn't, like, come back to it but there was that aspect of it yes you see like i would rather watch women's u.s the women's national u.s soccer team 
than the men's because they actually compete. They're good. They've had sustained success, and the men are bitches. So I'd rather watch the women's it's soccer. What do you expect? The women's Did national soccer team. No, we didn't guess. No, um, but but if you look at the WNBA, the reason the WNBA specifically is struggling, it was only founded in like the mid '90s. It was founded April twenty second, nineteen ninety six. It's only twenty five years old, so it doesn't have the longevity to have to have the like comparing it to the NBA is ridiculous. You got to keep about how much time the NBA has been around compared to the WNBA. So it's relatively relatively an infant. Oh, that's a good point. I never thought of that. See, Joey Joey thinks of it from that 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 aspect. I just thought it was because women suck. That's the <laughs> aspect I'm thinking don't of it too. Market it as much as the NBA. They're not putting it out there in your face as much as the, as they are with the male players. They don't. Yeah, they put, have like maxi. They don't ads. though. Because they don't have to. <laughs> it's not about. Because like, here's the thing: you should never. They should I, have like. If I have to promote the shit out of something to get you to watch it, then to, to so that I can make money off of you watching it, then I'm not making money because I've spent it all to to then get paid for. They're like, do you understand? You're advertising to get advertising money. That makes no sense. You know how? The, you know what the easiest the advertisement? For, the would ads be? for men's sports are just to let people know when they are. Are just highlights, really? Yeah. yeah. You know, you know what the and best advertisement for for uh, female basketball would be. I've seen them; they're terrible ads. No, if you do, they play if, like Melissa Etheridge songs what, during them. What it's they should stupid. do, what should they should do is combine them with like feminine hygiene products. So yes. if you and if you twerking. can and twerking, yes, it's gonna it's gonna work that way. But no, you 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 make it you make Gillette's it. Been so using that, male athletes to sell razor razor <laughs> blades since nineteen oh six. They should sell they should sell women's shavers for their legs because you can't mm-hmm. be a hairy basketball player. And then you, you get cannot. then you go then you get the the pads and the tampons. And then you go. Yep. These are good enough to run up and down the court with. And he had yeah, one catch a like, ball and shoot and go. I'm still dry, and that was that'd be the yeah. perfect commercial. I guarantee. I guarantee you right. get more viewership if you if you just appeal to the uh, market you're supposed to go to. Did you just call me an ass. Make your oppo- <laughs> don't bleed. Make your opponents bleed. Like something like that. Like don't bleed on the oh court. Make your God. opponents bleed. Right, Candace. That would work. We'll write it together. Need more representation because this is the that. You think this is a good ad? I know you guys do. Jan, I can play. We'll, we'll go offline. We'll work. We'll work on an ad together. The, the, the ad you comes on. I can play that. thirty days a month because of these pads, and then you do. <laughs> <laughs> you need. Thumb up, you need the sport just needs to That's grow more. Ad. It needs to grow more. <laughs> Thank you. And 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 you need to raise a level of competition to where it's compelling to watch. It's but I, not but there yet. I still don't think you that get that. You get that in college sports before the pro sports. This is the same path the NFL went through. Which is like, of course, it's men only. But this is what has to happen, Joey. You know what else, Joey? I think that in WNBA, we're still at the like, uh, Havlicek stole the ball, like the Bob Cousy era, as (laughs) far as like the skill set, because it's so early. I think in twenty years, chicks will be competing at the level of like Wes Unseld, like seventies men, and like they're just behind, yeah, a little bit. And I think like they're like dead ass, like everyone's getting more athletic. Yeah. Um, like if you look at the NBA now versus the NBA when Jordan was playing, there were only like what ten superstars when Jordan was playing, like on yeah. his level. Oh, and yeah. now there's like 
Every team has two players that can score fifty points a game. Yeah, and that, look at look at how look at how that Jordan era created a whole second generation of people who were like Jordan that Jordan inspired. Like that, yeah. You have to have those players. You have to have those generational like superstars that elevate the sport. True, and that hasn't happened for basketball yet. They tried it with for some WNBA. people for women's basketball, but they yeah, have to shine. Basketball. They have to do. They do have to shine a light on like I don't know who the stars of the WNBA are. Like I don't, I, I don't know if you know, but like, they should be household names in the way yeah. LeBron is. I can only name two. It's Lisa Leslie and Candace Parker. And but they retired. Lisa, but that's like from the nineties. <laughs> yeah. They retired yeah. already. I remember Diana Taurasi because I remember she was a UConn. And Dawn was a big deal. Staley. Dawn Staley. Is that one? I, I think so. I don't, I don't know. Dawn, yeah, Dawn Staley. She might be that bitch. So I like y'all naming people like our grandparents used to go. Remember when Wilt Chamberlain used but, to play? <laughs> it's like, like it, these people retired. It ain't gone now. But for example, <laughs> like look at look at women's soccer, and you have more recognizable stars in that sport than you do in the WNBA because Yo, you know what I think. When I World think Cup rolls around soccer, and everyone's tuned in for their their national team. Like and our women are good. They're gonna pick the stars from that team to cycle out. Sorry, but, yo, Joey. I think like with soccer, the difference in watching men's soccer versus women's soccer, as far as athleticism, it's almost negligible to me. Yeah. Like it's not quite as noticeable as like seeing like a fucking six eight dude explode and jump from ten feet and just do a huge dunk and all the strength and the difference. The game looks very different. Yeah, uh, in basketball, yeah. for me at least, when I watch between men and women, and it doesn't—it's not like that for soccer. I feel like women are almost—it's like equal. All yeah. soccer players, all soccer like players are too. feminine. That's and, how I feel about all soccer players. And, They're all and feminine. women fake injuries less. <laughs> so, <laughs> women fake injuries less. Oh in, yeah, in soccer. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> they they get kicked. I, I feel like tennis t- tennis is that way too. Like it's pretty like even. Almost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would rather watch. I'd rather watch Serena Williams than almost any men's turn men's player I could think Boom. of. There you go, Candace. So you just yeah, you just well, need I mean, the stars. She is, she is like the best athlete of all time, or something. Or what is like a baby gorilla? But that's what I'm time. saying. You need the transcendent kind of athlete like to it, elevate yeah. the profile of the sport. Don't talk about Queen league. Serena like that. You got to be out your mind. Say she built. See, you... pronouns are he shim. <laughs> oh left. man, Candace, Candace, Candace left on that. Candace quit on that note. Left the chat. She's like, fuck that. I'm done with y'all. <laughs> I'm done with y'all, Oh, my goodness. So, Joey LaFaro, what else we got going on in the world, man? Uh, so, there was a versus battle last week. There was a versus <gasps> battle. Three, six, Muffy, uh? What happened? Did y'all kick me out? No. No, you, no, you, you, you left. left. Because you had enough. I didn't press anything, and all of a sudden, I was out of the conversation. Oh, that happened to me, Because your Wi-Fi is terrible. Yeah, I thought I got canceled. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, no, I think it's kicking people out on a timer or something because I literally yeah, yeah. maybe maybe it's time to wrap it up, guys. That pelican, <laughs> that pelican that your Wi-Fi box is on, flew a little too far away from the coop. Oh my god! Yes. I mean, if it yeah, happened to Kevin and me, maybe it's just an issue with the um site. Hey, Streamyard, what is that even? No one's ever heard of this. This is one of y'all site. This is one of y'all cousin site. This is the <laughs> this is actually the industry standard for these things. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We were talking about something, Joey. Yeah, so, anyway, versus. In my hand. You know what, Joey? I watched the whole battle. The whole versus. 
Did you did you all watch it? Did Candace, did you get a chance to watch it? I did. I'm so sad I missed it. Uh, uh, Kevin, did you get a chance to watch it? I saw some of the highlights. I saw the fight. And I saw I saw some of it. I didn't get to see the whole thing. I watched. I actually it. stopped watching verses after Jada Kiss bodied all verses for the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He won. He won versus champion. He uh. Yeah. He he kind of he kind of made everybody go. You know, yeah, I don't want to do that shit. Somebody like him gonna be there. <laughs> so so that the whole the thing about it was there was a fight at the versus battle. Um, mm-hmm. now the fight I, I was talking to my girlfriend about this. The fight to me looked like it was gonna be a staged fight. That somebody's like homeboy didn't didn't get the memo. <laughs> So it like when you see him start off because uh, Busy just says, "Hey, y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna be making fun of me up on this stage," and that doesn't seem like something that they would be fucking doing if it's just a fucking versus battle. So it just seems like they would just go come together and then slap five and say, "This going it's gonna be a fun fun fucking night. We're gonna do whatever we fucking want to do." And then one of their homeboys saw them getting close to each other and said, y'all, y'all ain't going to take off on my niggas 3-6, and he just jumped over the barricade that was between the two and just started a whole fucking rumble in the middle of the goddamn stage. And then that... Yeah. that, that, that B- Busy's exact quote was, hey, yo, hey, yo, before we even get started, you ugly motherfuckers ain't finna be mocking me while I'm on this motherfucking stage. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a, that's what a crackhead says. Though. <laughs> yeah, they gonna make fun of me, man. And then Juicy J told him to suck thing. his dick. Yeah, Juicy J says, "Suck my dick, man." And then busy. <laughs> then one of the then one of the Bone Thugs members threw a water bottle. <laughs> he threw he threw it. Now when he threw it the first time, yeah, he threw it down like he wasn't really gonna throw it. Yeah, but then the other dude started running at them, so they threw the bottle completely. Yeah, at Juicy J. So then Juicy gets hit with a bottle. And he's like, well, fuck, it's on, it's on. Dude running, I'm running. So then it just looked like it. It you can see that these motherfuckers ain't that far removed from the street, even yeah. though they got millions of dollars. In their 40s. In their 40s. <laughs> they're in their 40s and they fucking 50s. They're in their 50s. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of them. You're right, I'm, they're I'm probably like 48 40. shit. And still acting yeah. like they're 23. Crunchy like, no Black got to be at least 67. Crunchy Black is that's the best, the most accurate name I've ever heard for a rap. <laughs> <laughs> so crunchy, bro. <laughs> but it was it was an awesome it was an awesome night though. I like I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Terrence Terrence. Um, damn it, I forgot his last name. Terrence Williams. No. Trent Darby. No, Terrence Trent Darby. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you grown too, Candace. <laughs> wow. Uh, Terrence wow. Howard. Oh, crunchy Black is. Oh, yeah, they brought out. They brought it all. I can't believe they actually brought out Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard came out and, and did hard out here for a pimp. I was like, oh shit, oh, that, that 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 was amazing. They woke his ass up. What that <laughs> happened? I missed that. You missed yes. that. Uh, Bone Thugs brought out Lil John and Satasha Williams. Yep, they brought out Satasha and um, and Who everybody. Was, now now here, that's Is that the, the one fun- who sings the hook on Thuggish Ruggish Bone. Yes, yeah. she's the one. She's the chick that sings that hook. And they brought her out, and they were like, hey, y'all may not recognize her, but you're going to recognize this voice. And then they didn't turn her mic up. The funniest shit I'd ever oh, yeah, seen. <laughs> and yeah. you just hear, you just hear, boom. And I was like, is that Satasha? <laughs> and it's, it's the weirdest fucking thing in the world to, to not do. And and I don't know who the hell's producing these damn uh, versus battles. But they need, the, they need to Timberland. get the. They need to get Timberland. No, like the the actual on set producer. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. 
Because that motherfucker needs to be fired. Because the last two have had entirely too many technical difficulties for these to be professional goddamn broadcasts. Oh, my God. The Wi-Fi drops were insane. <laughs> that thing who failed. Was the, who was before that? Who was the last one? Uh, the last one was before? um was um Stephanie uh, Mills. Stephanie and, Mills and um, Soraka Sirac- Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> oh, man. That's for, that's for us, Candace. <laughs> yeah. I missed that one, too. Yeah, that was Candace. That was Candace's years right there. <laughs> Soldier Boy and Bow Wow was, was a really funny one. I don't yeah. think I saw that one. Soldier, I did not see that. Soldier Boy and Bow Wow was one of the funniest people I've ever seen in my life. Soldier yeah. Boy is hilarious, bro. Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy and Bow Wow was hilarious because they kept bringing people on stage to piss each other off. Like it wasn't. So, it wasn't like they bust Soulja somebody Boy to enhance their just, song. They're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring Little Bow Wow out. I mean, I'm not. I'm uh, not Little Bow Wow. Uh, Little, Romeo Little Romeo out. I'm bring Little Romeo out. Why? <laughs> Nobody looking for this nigga. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think in a previous life, Soldier Boy was a stand-up, bro. Soulja oh Boy, shit, yeah. yeah. All right, he's so... beyond hilarious, bro. You don't even know. So what you say? So many great guest stars on this whole damn thing. There was like there was I mean, a lot of they, guests. They, they, Vin Diesel was there for no apparent reason <laughs> in the middle of everything. Cause family. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the how they how they got past the fight? Was it put stick? Stick Vin Diesel in the middle and he'll heal everybody. Vin Diesel just stands there and goes, hey, guys, don't don't fight. It's all about family. There was, there's, uh, Wiz Khalifa was there. Yes. With Amber Rose, apparently. Oh. What? Oh. Yeah, she just uh, got separated from her now husband, baby daddy, who cheated on her with 12 women. I, okay. Right. And uh, she was hugged up with her uh, her favorite well, baby daddy, Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> uh, who well. also cheated on her. We don't know that. Don't talk down. About don't talk we about do, their. We do know that. Don't talk about their happy home. Don't don't make their happy yeah. home sad. <laughs> I'm just okay. glad. That's what that's what happens when you don't turn your camera on. You get cheated on. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm just glad that I finally was able to get a stable connection for when they did Crossroads. That's all I cared about anyway. And in the end, which was made sense. Yeah. And that was like the, that, that. That was. Did it burk out at one time? No, it, it went through the whole thing. No, they made they made it through that. They one. made it through that one, but again, it was it was a good verse. It was probably one of my top five favorite verses. Um, Jada Kiss battling uh, um, Dipset was hilarious to me. It's weird because <laughs> it was the locks. Okay, it, don't just don't write off Sheik and Styles. No, Jada Kiss was the star of the night. Yeah. He got such nice skin. <laughs> it seemed like he people, has such nice skin. People were were beholden to their era. Yes. Because when I yes. looked I looked at the voting on I think it was YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um Bone Thugs were was up by a considerable margin, but everybody I saw on Facebook said three six one easy. Mm-hmm. And when I was listening I to mean, it, Bone Thugs sounded terrible live. Yes. That was the difference yeah. to me that three six sounded way they they knew how to work a live microphone. Yeah. Whereas Bone Thugs was just yelling everything. Mm-hmm. They were trying to and sing. I feel like, Go ahead. I feel like that was not a good matchup. Like, I feel like Lil Jon and the East Side Boys versus 3-6 would have been a better matchup. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, Bone Thugs, they, they sing. Like, their music, it almost made their music sound whack when 3-6 would come on with some slappers. Like three, Every 3-6 song that came on was a slapper. And Bone Thugs had great, they have great music, but it's not slappers, bro. Yeah. I don't Period. know. I think Bone Thugs ended a lot stronger because like towards the end, you saw Juicy J. They fucked up when they brought out, they broke up that, broke up, they broke up that Katy Perry song. That was hilarious. And I was like, 
why'd y'all do this? <laughs> that was terrible because because didn't it wasn't they wasn't they bring out thuggish ruggish bone right after that? Yeah, like that was that was like like decisive, <laughs> like that was like a ooh that was like like late in the fight like with one one fighter's losing and all of a sudden the guy who's been winning the whole time gets catches a, a mean uppercut mm-hmm. and they're stumbling. That was that moment. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a, that was a bad one. Um, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have done that particular song. Um. Because they had they, again, they have so much, so many other songs to do to go with. Comparably, I felt like down the stretch, Bone Thugs got stronger versus Three Six, but I didn't see a lot of the beginning of the of the whole thing. So, again, I think it just depends on you know what your era was. Because I think people who were Bone Thugs fans think they won because they wanted them to win. Yeah, I think Three Six fans thought Three Six won because they wanted them to win. And I was like, well, we kind of all won because it was a it was a fun it was probably one of the more fun shows. Period. Okay, it was good. It was all it was an awesome, an awesome night, and I and I and for the culture, I will I will mark that as a check in the in the positives of uh, of all of the versus battles. Uh, man, what, we we gonna get out of here in a minute, Joey? Yep. We hit some yeah. rapid fire shit, man. We're gonna rapid fire through the rest of these. Yeah. Uh, Montgomery County Police Department has issued a nationwide warning. Please be aware of scam violin players in Rockville and other location shopping centers. They are soliciting money through cash and electronic methods. I've met this guy. He wants you to cash app him instead of giving him cash on the corner. Um, yeah. Which is COVID safe. So I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I have this <laughs> scam. I don't, yeah, exactly. There he's is using, no scam. It's just they're saying scam because he's using he's using electronic means. They don't want to encourage uh, people to, to be. To give know, to panhandlers good electronically. Pan, yeah, but I'd rather have my pan. Is, if I'm going to get panhandled. Black? No, he's Middle Eastern, I think. He's like either Middle Eastern or Hispanic. The picture of the guy, he looks white. Oh. Um, no, I met. I, like, black, I literally I met him. Oh, the guy? Yeah. Yeah, if he was if he was black, it was racist. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so he he stands up there. He has a sign. He says, "I need to feed my family. I got two kids and a wife, and and I'm and I I accept donations from a violin playing." And that's all his sign says. It ain't he ain't saying nothing else more to it. And I'm like, no one's reported that he stole any money from them by using by them using Cash App or Montgomery anything County else. cops are racist. Moving on. There we go. <laughs> I think you <laughs> said. Pew, pew. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, breaking news: Trump has Donald Trump has received an honorary ninth degree black belt in Taekwondo. What do you mean honor? That's not how karate works, bro. You can't get honorary degrees in martial arts. I don't know how it went straight to ninth degree. Yeah, I would beat the shit out of that dude. I feel like that's like right now we get to fight him, right? Like, I feel like that's all that means. So, so here's what I say to Donald Trump. And here's what I say to the first person who knocks him the fuck out. You know what I say to Donald Trump? Come at me, bro. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, man. What else some is going guy, on, Joe? Some guy named uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Lee Dong Siop, uh, the president of the Cookie Wong. Long Duck Dong gave him a... <laughs> Cookie Wong, the World Taekwondo headquarters located in South Korea, heard that Donald Trump is highly interested in Taekwondo <laughs> and oh, bestowed shit. the honor upon <laughs> I will fuck him up. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is just a reason to fuck him. Like, I, there's nothing else to say except, is, okay, that means we get to beat the shit out of him. That means we get to fight him now. Fuck it. He ain't I got secret service protection. Joey. Joey, I've been hitting the bag, bro. They're not ready for me. 
I've, I've been strangling people, so there you go. You. Um, we'll be out ready to fight Trump. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, yeah. He's he's getting a double leg takedown. Uh, living. <laughs> uh, he can, he's going to need that black belt to fight off. Living robots made in a lab have found a new way to self-replicate, researchers say. Scientists say that they've witnessed never-before-seen type of replication in organic robots created in a lab using frog cells. So aren't they nanobots if they replicate? <laughs> Why are they nanofrog robots? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm looking. I'm thinking on this one is nanobots. involves a xenobot, a simple programmable organism. Weren't xenobots those like Lego things? Yes, <laughs> yes, that's what they that's what they were called. The little little Legos. I don't know what the fuck this is going on, Joey. Joey, these, these scientists are creating entirely too much stuff wait. to fuck up our lives. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, quote. This is another quote from from one of the uh, from from a uh, co-author of the study. You could think about this like using different cells as building blocks like you would build with Lego or Minecraft. Oh, he must be a, 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 a millennial. I, I hadn't even read that previously. Instantly, we were on track with the Lego. <laughs> oh, man. What else going on, Jim? Uh, in Kansas, a uh, camel fled a nativity scene. Come on, bro. <laughs> they don't got camels in Kansas, bro. It was roaming loose for hours before being captured by officers. It was escaped from a live nativity scene. Because, of course, they don't actually have camels, but they would bring one in for Jesus. <laughs> we, we bought this camel in for Jesus. We want, we want to make sure this nativity scene is realistic to the life and times of Jesus. And it's like, okay, well, he wasn't born then. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus got mad if jesus was fucking he'd be fucking all the bros bro attractive, yo. meanwhile the zebras are still on the loose in that white Jeep, that little white jesus that they, that they strung up he was yeah. mad attractive white egyptian <laughs> northern african jesus yeah. um, and finally what's going on joe so uh the philadelphia flyers you know the hockey team. Yes. Um, no, oh, we're black. <laughs> we're black. I know who they are. I've never watched them play. You've heard of heard of it. So yes. Philadelphia has a hockey team called the Flyers. Okay. And you know this hockey is a game where they where people put blades of metal on their feet and run mm-hmm. around with sticks. White on people. Ice. Yes. Yeah, white, white people. people. Um, so uh, the they just um, fired their head coach during the losing skid. And during that same week, a police canine shit on the center ice logo. <laughs> so, the, so, like hours after the coach got fired, <laughs> they were they were had the police out on the center ice the, with the to canine honor, to unit, honor them to honor them, and the dog like just shat in the middle of the, of everything. <laughs> That is symbolism if I've ever seen, ever heard of it and ever thought about it. Uh, if there was a place that that was going to happen. Yes. It'd be Philadelphia. It's it almost was... like Philadelphia willed the shit out of that dog. <laughs> Any fan. And guess what? The fans were all probably in on it. They were like, you know what? Good. They are some shit. So shit on them. <laughs> and Philadelphia is like white people Baltimore. Yes. <laughs> Yes. For TMZ Gross. Sports, one of the dogs walked away out to the red line, popped a squat, and then let its bowels go. The dog pooped for several seconds, then appeared to unleash even more on the logo. That dog didn't give mad? a fuck. That dog, that dog was mad. 
That dog was a, was a, is a uh, Flyers fan. <laughs> I hate this team. Oh. This whole place is shitty. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! But yeah, man, that that is a shitty situation, Joey Lafaro. Yeah. And hopefully that dog is uh is feeling better today. It 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 warms my heart. It that does that happen. Yeah, Maybe they put that fucking dog to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Candace left. I should have done that. Y'all niggas will never end. No, we're done. <laughs> oh wait, you guys are just hanging out now. I can go. I'm free. No, 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 they had me under contract. They had me under contract. <laughs> That that was that was our that was our that was our show. You are here so you don't get fired. As uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here so I don't get fined. <laughs> oh man, I'm but we're here so I don't get fined. We're gonna get out of here, Joey Lafaro. It has been a fun week. The Dot Comedy Podcast is always a fun thing to do. And I am DJ Margus, Joey Lafaro. You got anything going on this week, Joey? Uh, I will be featuring at the Coma Station Tavern on Thursday night. Awesome! Awesome! Ooh. Awesome! Um, Kevin Lance Murray, you got anything going on, man? Where can they find you? Open my shenanigans this Thursday. I'll be there. And then maybe Heaven and Hell on Friday if I'm not in New York City. If I'm in New York City, I'll be doing a tremendous show in Yonkers with Alex. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, uh, shenanigans in Adams Morgan Thursday night. Awesome, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I am DJ Marcus for Joey LaFaro. DJ Marcus, Candace August. We are the Dot Comedy scene. We will see you next time with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Thank you, man.